Will Chris Sale come back to pitch for the Red Sox again this season? It's definitely not out of the realm of possibility as he received a really, really positive update about his recovery process. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Red Sox, your Boston Red Sox official everyday Monday through Friday podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, current host of the Boston Balling Podcast and former ESPN social media associate here to talk with you every day, Monday through Friday about all things Boston Red Sox. Excited to bring you another episode of the show today where I will be discussing Chris Sale, who received a really positive update about his injury recovery process. So we'll be going over that, what it might mean for the season moving forward and his future with the Red Sox. I'll also be touching on Trevor's story as he believes that he's moving in the right direction with his recovery as well, how a return could um benefit the Red Sox. So we'll be touching on all of that as well. Plus reacting to the minor league pitching um, signing that the Red Sox recently made of Donaldson Lamette. So I'll be sharing my reactions to that as well. So as you know, has been buzzing throughout Red Sox fans over the last day, Chris Sale did receive a really positive update yesterday on his progress. He got an MRI done. The results were really positive and he got permission to start throwing again. So he is doing a throwing program. He threw from 60 feet and is on an every other day schedule. And his hope is that he can ease back into it and really being back on a regular schedule. Originally, he was expected to be out for six weeks. It's only been four now. So that's really promising in terms of his return and when he could possibly come back to the team. Um, so, you know, prior to going on the IL, his stats were not great, but they weren't terrible. 458 earned run average, five and two record over 11 games, 71 Ks to go with only 15 walks. So that's a pretty, pretty important stat to note. Um, he was, you know, still being Chris Sale when it came to the strikeouts and what he was recording. They gave up 30 earned runs total in those starts that he had. So it's it was a very up and down stretch for him. He started the season struggling, but then he really started to look more like the Chris Sale that we all know and love later on in later starts. And he was dominant. And, you know, obviously we're not going to ever get 2018 Chris Sale again that won the World Series with the Red Sox and was just near unhittable. But if we can get some semblance of Chris Sale dominance back, that would be awesome. He loves the game of baseball and he's so passionate about being here and works really hard to get himself back. And, you know, I just hope he doesn't push himself too much because when he went back on the injured list, it was really heartbreaking for me because the poor guy just has not been able to stay healthy consistently since that 2018 season. He's been on and off of the IL pretty regularly. And as a fan, that's hard to see because I used to get so excited for sale day, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd say it's Chris sale day, everybody. 
you know, he's, he's pitching tonight and it was a situation where a lot of times when he was pitching, you would feel confident about getting a win. So it's just super unfortunate that things went down the way that they did. I mean, when the Red Sox gave him that big extension, obviously it was impossible to know all of this was going to happen. Whether people were super surprised that he's getting injured, I wouldn't necessarily say that they are. I think, you know, in some ways we saw injuries coming for him, but definitely not to the extent that they've been going on um, the last few seasons and just how up and down it's really been for him. But the fact that he's staying positive and staying in that mindset of, I want to get back just speaks a lot to his work ethic and why he even is here in the first place. And that's the Chris sale that I know and love the one that doesn't give up and is constantly fighting to get himself back. And I truly believe that he is working on that now and really wants to return to the fold here at some point this season. You know, the hope right now, based on his progress, would be maybe August we see him come back. Obviously, you never know because you can have setbacks. And the fact that he's on a throwing program now and has a plan going forward is definitely promising. But my thoughts on this are getting closer and closer to, you know, having to really evaluate whether this team can make a push for the playoffs or if it's worth it to is coming up. We just reached the halfway point in the season. So now it's 50% done. 50% is really not that much in the grand scheme of things. There are still so many games left to be played. So they could be in a different spot in a couple months compared to where they're at now. But if it gets to the point where it's, you know, mid August and he's thinking about a return, if he is well enough to pitch and able to come in and help make a push for the playoffs. And I would be all for that and him coming back because he really was starting to pitch well and figure things out on the mound when he got injured again. So if he could come back and be an addition to the rotation to help make a playoff push, then I'm in support of them bringing him back to pitch as soon as he's ready. But if they're at the point where they're not really making a playoff push, they are hitting the trade deadline and really making more moves to sell as opposed to buy, and they don't really see this being a contending year, then I say just give him more rest, give him extra rest, maybe just have him come in and pitch a few games here and there in September. But if they're not really at the point where they could make a serious playoff run, then I wouldn't push him and I would, he might want to pitch and that's okay, but I would just give him some rest and not overdo it with him because the last thing that we would want is for him to get yet another injury down the road. So I think we should continue to be patient with the progress with him like we have been, but they should evaluate where they're at when he does come back because I do suspect that before this regular season is over he'll be ready to pitch again because he's resilient and he's come back every time he's been on the injured list and he's had these long stints of not being able to pitch so I know he personally would want to come back and I'm sure he's going to do everything he possibly can to try to come back so if I'm the Red Sox I'm looking at the situation as you know let's let him go through his his recovery process and then when he comes back, if we're at the point where we're not really contending and we don't necessarily need him to 
come and help us make a push, then why rush him back? Let's really make sure that he gets the extra reps in and comes back when he's ready. And then maybe he'll be fresh and good to go um, after that going forward for next season. So it's, it's definitely unfortunate with him and, and his situation, but I think the Red Sox are doing the right thing in that they're being patient with it and they're letting things play out how they're supposed to be and, and how he handles the situation really speaks volumes to his character and the fact that he's not giving up and he really wants to get back. So I do think that does happen. This is a really, really positive update because it seems like he's ahead of schedule from the original timeline that he was given. So the fact that he's even throwing now is super exciting and that he's able to really start to get it back to being, you know, with a major league baseball in his hand and getting that feel for his throwing motion again is a huge step in the right direction. So I'm optimistic. We'll see what happens, but I I'm hopeful that we'll see some more of Chris sale this season, but they shouldn't make it a lot if they're not at the point where they're in contention because you don't want to overdo it with him, especially just with where he's at in his career and, and everything that's been going on. So we'll see what happens, but coming up, I'm going to be talking about another man who has been injured and hasn't gotten to play yet this season, but could be a massive difference maker when he comes back for multiple reasons. His name is Trevor Story. We all know him and love him, and I'm going to be talking about why he could be the difference maker for the Red Sox moving forward when he comes back. But first, take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right, just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. FanDuel offers some fantastic deals. You really can make a lot of money off of betting close to nothing, and it can truly be worth it. Baseball, I know, is such a hard sport to bet on because anything can happen on any given day, and they play so many games that you might not necessarily be the better team and win all the time, but it's that's what makes it fun. That, that's why it's so fun to bet on baseball because, you know, if I say, oh, Raphael Devers is going to hit the first home run tonight um, for the Red Sox, you know, he might, he might not. It's a pretty fair bet because, you know, he he does hit quite a few home runs, although not as of late, as we know. But it's fun betting on baseball. It's fun just, you know, betting on different things. So definitely check out the FanDuel app and see what they have to offer because you really can win big for sure. Another Red Sox player that I want to discuss who can be a big difference maker for the Red Sox is Trevor Story. Obviously, he had surgery in March, and hearing the news of him being injured and wouldn't be able to play to start the season was really disappointing to hear because obviously they had just signed him to a really solid contract and they were ready to commit to him. And he's there's so much that he can contribute when healthy 
So the fact that he wasn't able to start the season was obviously a disappointment. The Red Sox tried their best to make it work at shortstop. They put Kike there, and he very clearly is a better outfielder than he is in the infield. They put Yu Chang at shortstop, who's dealt with injuries as well. Um, Pablo Reyes, who's dealt with injuries here and there. And now, most recently, David Hamilton that they've thrown in at shortstop. So it's been kind of a, you know, let's put somebody in there as a temporary Band-Aid until we have a consistent healthy player who can play shortstop in there. So story, you know, can solve a lot of problems for the Red Sox. Offensively, last season, he didn't have like his best season or anything. I mean, he hit 238, but he had 16 home runs and 66 RBIs in just a 94 game span. So that's pretty good. Offensively, he was able to contribute. And I only expect him to be able to contribute even more on the offensive side when he comes back, seeing as the offense has really, really been struggling significantly as of late, and they're showing a lot of inconsistency, they could use a bat like story in that lineup to help really enhance the offense and come in and, you know, be a power hitter because geez, we need more of that. And, you know, obviously with the season Devers has been having and not really being up to par with the expectations for what he should be doing. Um, it would be huge help to get another big bat in there. Uh, obviously, Justin Turner's been having a really good season. Yoshida's been hitting pretty well overall. And Duran and Casas are continuing to improve at the plate, but that's still going to come with time. So getting a consistent bat in there like Trevor Story to hit in the lineup could make a big difference from an offensive standpoint in terms of the runs that they're generating per game because at this current moment in time, the offense just is so Jekyll and Hyde, and it's so frustrating to watch. So offensively, he can make a big difference there. But the obvious one to me is his defense and just how many issues can be solved with him if when he comes back defensively because this team has had so many defensive struggles this season. I talked about it on yesterday's show even because we saw in the Marlins series the Red Sox make some pretty bad defensive errors. and. Imagine if, you know, Hamilton and that wasn't playing shortstop on Wednesday night and story was how much of a difference that could have made. And this is not a knack on, on, on Hamilton at all because he's still learning. And I've, you know, since he came up to the Red Sox, I have been in support of what I've seen from him overall. I think Obviously, he does need work still from a defensive standpoint, and that'll come with time. But having a veteran in there who played shortstop for his entire career, and that is his position, could solve a lot of the defensive problems that the Red Sox are having. It could mean, you know, people get moved. I think if Story is able to come back sooner rather than later, I think Kike Hernandez is a game we could, a name we could see on the trade market potentially, somebody that they move elsewhere. Um, because having story in there consistently and being able to be the everyday shortstop is to me, what really could make a difference between this being a contending team versus not being a contending team. And I know it's easy to say, look, he's been injured all season. How do we know that he's going to come in and be productive because he hasn't really been around the live game in a while. And that's totally fair to ask. That's a, a completely fair question to ask. And I've been asking myself that question too, of it's hard to rely on him to really be consistent and be super productive. And he might not be at first, but there's a reason why he has been 
you know, one of the best players at his position for so long. It's because he's been able to be pretty consistent overall throughout his career. Obviously, as of late with the injuries, it hasn't been ideal for him and he hasn't been able to really showcase his best stuff. But at the end of the day, he is still Trevor Story. And to me, that's still better than what they have that they're trying to make work now. And imagine a healthy Trevor Story this entire season. I can't help but feel like they would have won some more games if he was playing simply because of the defensive miscues that cost them some games this season. And if you take Kike out of that equation at shortstop and put Story in there as more of the everyday guy, it's hard to not feel like they would have won some more games. So I'm looking at his name as a big one for being a difference maker for this team. And it's really too bad that he wasn't able to come back sooner because I think this team looks a lot different when he does come back. He can contribute in multiple ways from a fielding and offensive standpoint. And so it would feel good to me if they get him back sooner rather than later, because, you know, it just makes the team feel slightly more complete than it is now from a defensive and offensive standpoint. And if you have him and he's performing well, then people are really going to say, yeah, he was the answer that we needed. And I believe he is. I believe he's the difference maker that if you stick him in with the team right now, he'll make a difference and he'll be that solution that you need in terms of a shortstop going forward that you can rely on at least until Meyer comes up and you might ask, you know, cause Meyer's obviously moving through the system really quickly. He's in double a right now. And I expect soon he'll be moving up to triple a before the end of this season. So I think as early as next season, we could see him potentially get some time up in the majors, not necessarily in a full-time capacity, but maybe they're experimenting a little bit with him at that point. I do think eventually towards the end of story's contract, they move him to second base more if they see Meyer as the shortstop for the future. Um, so I do think eventually he ends up at second base, but again, and he did just fine playing second last year. And I think his arm, you know, at this point in his career kind of makes sense for him to be more a full-time second baseman, but ultimately shortstop has always been his position. So like prior to coming to the Red Sox, so sticking him back into that position now I have to feel like that's a reinforcement for this team and it could really make more of a difference than you feel like, because, you know, you could say, well, he's one player. How much of a difference can one player really make, which is true, but the defensive miscues alone that could have probably been prevented had you had story playing that alone to me, I'm looking at as a big difference in terms of healthy story Red Sox versus non-healthy story Red Sox. So, you know, there's so many things you can say about him in terms of what he can do to contribute when he comes back to this team. But I truly, truly do believe that he's a difference maker and he's going to help solve a lot of the Red Sox current problems. The issue is it might be too late by the time he comes back. They might just be in too deep of a hole where they can't climb back in to those wild card standings this season and really make a run. But at least, you know, though, for next year that if you have him back and he's healthy, he can be your guy. And that's, that's super exciting. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about a transaction that the Red Sox made recently for a pitcher that was DFA by the Rockies last week. And then the Red Sox signed him to a minor league deal. Donaldson Lametz, I'm going to be reacting to that situation 
what he could possibly do for the Red Sox and the impact he might make. So that's all coming up next on the show. Don't forget to give the show a rating and a review if you are listening on any podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, or YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, definitely leave comments, um, subscribe, share the show with your friends and family. And every day, Monday through Friday, I'm here talking Red Sox and the latest and what's going on with the team. So definitely continue to follow, subscribe, check out my personal content on at Gabby Hurlbutt 10 on Twitter at Gabby underscore Hurlbutt 10 on Instagram. I really invest in hearing the fans out on social media and what they would want to hear and what they'd want to be talked about. So from the standpoint of connecting with you, I really do enjoy listening to what you have to say and really, really taking into account what you might want to hear on the show. So continue to do that. Continue to reach out to me, bring up names, bring up players that are interesting to talk about. And I'll certainly be able to, you know, incorporate a segment on it. I've gotten so many requests and there's a lot of Red Sox talk to do, but um, I'm definitely here to continue to provide that insight and continue to um, just talk about things that you care about. So check out the show, follow the show. I will still be here and we're going to have a great time Monday through Friday talking all things Red Sox. So speaking of the Red Sox and signings and what they have been trying to do as of late, Dinoson Lamette is a pitcher who really struggled with the Rockies this season. Um, and they ultimately ended up DFAing him. Um, the Red Sox signed him to a minor league deal. They're hoping that they can try to fix him. Essentially, the move was just to bolster the pitching depth, which is definitely not a bad idea with just the fact that the starting rotation is slightly depleted right now with the loss of Chris Sale and Tanner Houck. So to be able to get somebody in here who can kind of help from a depth standpoint, that's good. Um, I mean, three seasons ago, he was fourth in the National League Cy Young voting when he was with the Padres. Um, but this season has not been good. He made 16 appearances with the Rockies, four of them being starts. One and four record with an 11 5 7 earned run average. Yikes. It's definitely tough. An 11 5 7 earned run average, again, ERA isn't everything. But when you look at that, if that was over a three or four game period, then okay, that's that's a little bit different. He probably just had a couple bad outings in there. But over 16 appearances, that's a pretty solid number of games to pitch in. So he very clearly was struggling. So they. They couldn't do anything anymore to help him. They didn't feel, so they DFA'd him. The Red Sox signed him to a minor league deal. He does have to start off in Worcester because with the way he was struggling, it's important for them to try to get to the bottom of that and help fix things for him and fix his approach. Um, the Red Sox believe that they can help fix him. They want to help adjust his fastball. The velocity is there, but everything else about his fastball is not. Um, so they want to work on his location a little bit and just the characteristics of his fastball. And they feel like they see some things they can tweak in his other pitches as well. Um, so with the off-speed ones, there's just little adjustments that they believe they can make to help fix him. Um, it could be a depth move. Like I said, it's, it's a very just, you know, a little bit of a chance type of move because they didn't sign him to 
say we need this guy in the rotation at some point. They really signed him because they they want to take a chance on him and say, okay, let's see what happens here. If we can fix him and he can come up and be somewhat productive in the starting rotation, then it's a great depth piece to have to help fill in. Because like I talked about on yesterday's show, they are going with a bullpen game every fifth day at this point in time because they don't really have a solid starter to fill in that fifth role with Hulk being on the IL. So the bullpen games are fine every once in a while, but you don't want to do those too often. So from a Red Sox standpoint, I think they're looking at this deal as, look, we can get this guy in our minor league system, try to help him figure things out in AAA, figure out why he was struggling. They feel like they have a solution for that and feel like they can, you know, fix him and adjust the way he's going about some things at the plate. So with the Red Sox feeling like they can do that, then that's fantastic. I mean, if they can't figure things out with him, then fine. It's it's It doesn't work, and he's just a AAA pitcher that they tried to work with to see if he could get back up to the majors, and it just didn't work. Fine. Experiment done. But if they can figure something out and later on in the season – he's able to make some starts at the major league level and be productive, then that could be a win for the Red Sox who do really need the pitching depth right now. So it makes sense why they did it. Don't think too much into it about, oh, is he the guy they're relying on to help fill that hole in the rotation? I don't believe so. I believe they are and still definitely need to try to acquire another starting pitcher like I discussed on the show they need to find somebody who right now you know can be reliable at least to get the job done on those fifth days so you don't have to keep doing a bullpen game on all those days. So it's not too early for Haim to look into the trade market. A lot of times he waits too long to make trades and just doesn't really make them when he needs to. And he needs to start to address the team now if they are serious about trying to make a push for one of those wild card spots. Because again, they are still close somehow to being in the wild card even despite all these struggles that they've been going through. So something about him that he does like to do is he likes to weigh out a lot of his options, which I understand, but you really can't think too much into it sometimes and you have to make that move. So he should be shopping around now for another starting pitcher and they do need to bring somebody else in here. If Lamette pans out in the minors and they're able to bring him up at some point, then that's great, but you can't, rely on that being the guy that's going to help fill that void. So I'm hoping to see some news at some point about the Red Sox shopping the trade market, looking into acquiring another pitcher, hopefully not having to give up too much, which is why I want them to go after somebody who maybe isn't at the top of their team's rotation right now, but at least is, you know, a reliable starter who, you know, can get the, the job done the majority of nights. So that's what I'm looking for from him. That's what I'm looking for from the Red Sox, and I hope they do that. But if they see something in this Lamette guy that they can try to figure out, then by all means do it. Obviously, Colorado is just not working for him, and sometimes players do need to go to a different market in order to pan out. We've seen that happen with players before where they just aren't on the same team anymore and they go somewhere else and then they find success elsewhere. So maybe it is a matter of that. And maybe it's just, Oh, um, you know, we just need to tweak this one thing about the way that he's throwing his fastball and then maybe he'll be golden and good to go. Only they can figure that out with him. So we'll see how that works out for them. Either way, I, you can't 
really be upset about the move because it's really just a depth thing, but they do still need to get another starting pitcher to help fill that void with how gout, because it's hard to justify relying on a bullpen game that regularly. So hopefully he doesn't wait too long and he really is actively being aggressive when it comes to looking for that pitcher right now. So we'll see who it ends up being. I do expect it to be somebody and I think it's in the near future. Um, but obviously only the front office knows what goes on behind closed doors. So we'll see, but hopefully they do the right thing and they make a move on that soon. Thank you all for tuning in to Lockdown Red Sox. As always, your Monday through Friday Red Sox podcast. Host Gabby Hurlba from the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm always here to talk Red Sox. Tune in next week. I have a special surprise guest coming on the show next week. So you'll find out about that guest in the coming days. So looking forward to catching you all next time. I will talk to you all in the flip side and hope you have a fantastic weekend. Take care.